0: The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex. And what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me for another episode of There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. As I say in the intro, I am your host, Laura Coronado, and this is the second to last episode of the season, season three. And I can't believe it. I feel like it's gone by so quickly. And so far I've covered getting back to dating and what you should be thinking about in terms of knowing what you want your dating life to look like and what you're looking for. Also this season I've talked about dating bios and self-love, feeling sexy, and how men are seemingly mentally not ready to date. And just last week, a friend and I discussed dating red flags. Those are important. If you missed that episode, please go back to episode 24 and review that one. But today, we're going to discuss rejection. Rejection is also an important topic to cover because, well, I can tell you firsthand Dating post-pandemic is even harder than it was before. Girlfriends, y'all are going to have to be doing a lot of rejection. But that's good, really, because you shouldn't be settling for less, ever. But we're also going to discuss receiving rejection, too, because naturally that's bound to happen. Listen, if we're going to be doing our share of rejection, it's only fair that men be allowed to do the same, right? So first I want to go over doling out the rejection because that's when we're doing the rejecting, right? When we're doling it out. And apparently that's what y'all enjoy doing more so than being rejected. I conducted one of my famous Twitter polls and you know, that's super scientific. And I asked, which situation do you prefer to find yourself in being rejected or doing the rejecting? And the majority of you said, doing the rejecting. What's funny about that is that I hate doing the rejecting. I much rather be rejected because I'm actually good at doing that gracefully without falling apart or losing any of my confidence. I mean, I get Anxious when I have to reject a guy. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to make him feel bad about himself. But I also want to remain true to myself. I'm never one to go out with a guy and pretend to like him merely because I'm too afraid to reject him. That's far too dishonest and I think it makes things worse. Rejecting honestly takes a lot of courage, timing, and how well you know the person you're rejecting are factors that affect you on how you're gonna deliver this rejection. And of course, safety. Safety is always a big consideration. So let's discuss that first, safety. The thing about online dating, when you first match and haven't exchanged phone numbers, is that there's a sense of safety much more than you'll ever experience at a bar when a guy hits on you in person. That's when we feel less safe. I mean, we're in a public place, but we women don't feel safe when a complete stranger comes over to us to flirt. There's no guarantee that anyone will come to our aid should this person act hostile upon rejection. So how we deliver rejection when it's face-to-face is often very different Than how we deliver it via an online dating app. When we're face to face with a stranger that we intend to reject, we often lie and say we have a boyfriend, give him a fake phone number, or excuse ourselves to the bathroom and then just leave. Some of us are brave enough to simply say, I'm not interested. But a lot of those times, doing so can lead to dealing with his hostility. He calls us a bitch. He accuses us of being a lesbian. As though that's an insult? No, it's not. As is the case with anything in life, use your gut. It's okay to lie your way through the rejection of a complete stranger, especially if you feel unsafe or he seems drunk and bothersome. Sometimes rejection happens in the middle of that first date. Maybe it's a first time meetup after matching online, or it could be a blind date that you were set up on. During the date when you realize you're going to reject this guy, usually the easiest way to do so is after the date. You could initiate it with the follow-up text thanking him for the date, letting him know that you won't be more there, there won't be more dates in, our, in your future. Or you could wait until he contacts you again to tell him. Or you could just dodge all of his attempts to reach out to you, hoping he'll get the hint. I prefer letting a guy know immediately that I'm not into him. There's no drawing it out for me. Again, it makes me so anxious to reject a man. And if you're like that too, I urge you to handle the situation like ripping off a band-aid quickly. Get it done and over with my go-to rejection line is, I'm just not feeling a spark between us. In the 80s, and maybe even before then, single people would often say something along the lines of, you're not my type. To me, that's no different than saying, you're ugly. I don't like you're not my type. It just seems rude. I'm not feeling a spark to me conveys the lack of chemistry or connection, which are more, which are important when whether whether you're seeking a one-night stand, a short fling, or a full-on relationship, right? You want chemistry, you want connection. However, I think that it's super important to remember you really don't owe any more explanation beyond that. You owe it to the person you're rejecting some respect. Of their feelings and their time, which you can give when you don't draw out the rejection and you explain your feelings by simply saying, I don't feel a spark, or I'm just not feeling it. Or I'm just not that into you. One of those options could be good for you. But beyond that, you don't owe more of an explanation. And this is super duper important. You don't deserve to be chewed out, or demeaned, or guilt tripped for rejecting him. So don't stand for any hostility he tries to deliver after you've rejected him. Delivering rejection via an online dating app is so much easier. If you've only just matched, Even if you spent the day talking and getting to know one another, and you haven't even met, I 100% believe it is completely normal and civilized to simply unmatch or block when you lose interest in the guy. And yes, without an explanation, just unmatch. Here's a pro tip though. Keep some sort of file of all the guys you unmatch with or reject, especially now when men are not ready to date. I use my notes app on my iPhone. I take screenshots of the dude's photo before unmatching, and I add his photo to the long ass note I have of rejected men. I know it sounds crazy. I keep that along with his name and a quick note about where we matched and why I unmatched. Because it's happened. I've rematched with guys I've unmatched with in the past without explanation. And those dudes will call me out and be like, um, we've matched before. And then I'm utterly embarrassed. There have been plenty of times that I've had a really good conversation with a man and he's a great guy and I feel compelled to let him know before unmatching that I don't think we're a match. Sometimes, sometimes I will let a guy know in advance simply because I think he sucks at online dating and I'm hoping he'll get the hint. But I'm kind. In fact, I just did this to a guy I matched with recently. Cute guy. A musician, so sexy, but he had zero conversational skills. In fact, it seemed like he hated talking to me. Our match conversation lasted all of an hour. I could see easily that he sucked at dating, that he isn't ready to date, as most men are nowadays. So before matching, I thanked him for the opportunity to get to know him and said, I just don't think we're a good match. That's a good response to give too, especially when you're rejecting via an online dating app. I just don't think we're a good match. But again, you don't have to say anything at all, and you can simply just unmatch. Yeah, it's a form of ghosting, but it's so early on in the game that I don't think it's uncivilized at all. So if you're rejecting in person, I think I'm not feeling a spark is a good response. But if you're rejecting via the dating app, simply unmatching is fine. And if you've taken the convo off the app to texting directly from your phones, you might want to think of saying something like, thanks for letting me get to know you, but we're not a good match after all. That will suffice too. Okay, so we covered rejection. But what about receiving it? First thing we have to consider is that rejection happens to everyone. It's natural. And if it's something that we want the right to do. Of course, we need to accept that men also have this same right. Rejection isn't always personal, even though it feels like it. Just like you're not feeling that spark with some guy, well, it's perfectly possible that a man could feel that way about you. Again, that's natural, that's normal, that's fair. Rejection is also just about incompatibility in action. If you're rejected by a man, he was simply able to spot that y'all just aren't a good match before you spotted that. You probably would have rejected him eventually. He just beat you to the punch and that's fine. Be grateful that he saw y'all weren't compatible. Whatever you do, You shouldn't lash out when being rejected. We just talked about receiving hostility from a man when we reject him and how unsafe that feels. Why would you want to do that to someone else? Don't be crazy. If a man rejects you, accept it and move on. Thank him for doing you a favor. Just like the way we give rejection can vary depending on the circumstances, the way we receive it will vary too. Like it could be an unexplained unmatch. There've been times that I've matched with a guy. We had a great conversation. I go to bed only the next day to see that he's unmatched with me overnight. It's not a big deal. I might be disappointed, sure especially if I thought the guy was cute and we seemed to vibe. But then I blow it off and move on to the next group of men. I've been rejected via message, via whatever app we're on. And just this year, I was rejected by a really nice man who said we weren't a match based on the fact that he's super outdoorsy and I'm anything but. He was really kind about it too. And it was probably the nicest, most polite rejection I've ever gotten. You can't let rejection affect your confidence. You have to remember, rejection is a normal part of life and we all experience it. Surely you've been rejected from a job, right? You interviewed and you interviewed for a job and, and, and you don't get the job. But did that stop you from interviewing for other jobs or for looking for more opportunities? Of course not. You kept trying to find that perfect job opportunity. And it's the same way with dating. With getting rejected while dating, you just keep going. So as you date in this post-pandemic world, be prepared to give out a lot of rejection and be prepared to get some too. Remember, rejection is just incompatibility in action. Be grateful for it. It's so much better for things to end between two incompatible people early on before either of you become invested in one another only to eventually break up. Well, we're not done with this season yet, nor our lessons Come back next week for my season finale episode. I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Jack Brown, and he's a body language expert. A man on There Are No Nice Guys, I know. I normally have a strict no men on my podcast policy, but I am breaking it for Dr. Jack because He is an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to body language and nonverbal communication. Tune in next week and learn which body language signals to be on the lookout for when you want to know if he's attracted to you, if he's hiding something, or if he's just an all-around bad dude. See you then. You don't want me to know